0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Reiki Radio. I am your host, Yolanda, and we are on day seven of our journey with the Major Arcana. And what an interesting journey it has been, right? It's um, interesting to me when we do these things intentionally, taking the time each day to be in our self observation and conscious consideration of us and how we function and how we think and what we feel, um, how we operate and our perceptions. So I want to thank all of you who are (laughs) joining me in this and um, those who are sharing their experiences. I will invite you again to join us in the Seeker Circle. You can go to my website, yuchi.com. Sign up for the newsletter and you will get access to the group as well as some other gifts to help you on your journey. Um, But I also appreciate the emails that I have been receiving. I love hearing your interpretations and experiences with this as well. So, um, speaking of emails, uh, one of the first things I wanted to share was that I did receive an email asking about my guides and who I work with. And the question was prompted because I mentioned on one of the episodes a few days ago that someone texted me and said that while I have been talking about the cards, it sounds like I am in communication with my guides and they were saying that to me. Um, Anyway, we've done some work together before, but uh, what I wanted to share about that is um, I'm actually just really in connection with my uh I guess you call, like my higher consciousness sometimes when I'm sharing information on the show and sometimes when I'm talking about these cards it's like I go into the space where I'm going beyond my thought or beyond my analytical mind and I'm just allowing information to stream through from my higher consciousness or Um, from a higher level of perception and my own awareness. So it's not necessarily that I'm working with some outside um, guidance. It's about that union of working with our higher selves as well as um, being able to translate that and relay that information from a very conscious space. So, we all do this, which is why I wanted to bring it up is because I wanted to just remind you or let you know that you do the same thing, and we do this in uh, various ways, whether we recognize it or not, so you may notice it as you know um those times where you feel so inspired and you have like this flow of creative energy and it just feels like. You know, information or again, creative energy is just pouring through you. You're not necessarily thinking or even have the, the space to analyze what's coming through. It's just that the words or the art or the mode of expression, whatever it is, it's just kind of like pouring through you. So we all do this. It's just a matter of learning to recognize when we're doing it. And you can also start To do it intentionally. So that's what that is to answer that question. And today we are talking about the Lover's Card. So this should be interesting. Um, The Lover's Card, I will say, first of all, when this card comes up, of course, right away, one of the first things people talk about is relationship. That this card um, is a symbol of partnership, of passion, but it's also about making a choice or having a choice to make. It can also speak to the energy of our ethics or, you know, making a moral choice. But while all of that does apply, for the sake of this journey that we are taking, our fool's journey, and looking at ourselves and using these cards as tools of meditation to um, understand ourselves in deeper ways. I want you to consider today your relationship with yourself and really start considering your self-love and your level of self-acceptance. Now, one of the things that comes into play with all of this is really about the highest form of union. It's about a spiritual union. So, a lot of times when we think about a, a union, um, we may think of marriage and these types of things, but this is about unification within the self, which is really a uh, symbol. There are symbols of this all throughout the card, so we're going to get into that now. Now, if you are doing this journey with me in a visual way, I am using the Rider Waite deck. So even if you don't have that deck yet, you can get it and then go back through the cards or through the podcast and you know see a visual of what I'm talking about. Or you can Google the images, whatever you prefer. One thing I will say is that there are some people who are doing this journey and they're using other decks, which is absolutely fine. Um, The difference though, of course, is that there will be different uh, symbols in other decks and some of them um, may or may not be... um, In the other decks. so But it's okay. We're still doing this journey. You can still consider your union with yourself today. Your lover. (laughs) That you are. Singular. And let's look at the card. So one of the first things. About this. uh, Is if you're looking at this card. And thinking of yourself. It's really a question of your own feminine and masculine quality on a surface level. Because we see in this card there is a man and a woman and both of them are naked. So this uh, image of them being naked really speaks to vulnerability and revealing both aspects of your nature, your feminine and your masculine. But revealing these energies to yourself honestly Again, being vulnerable, not being afraid to really see these different aspects of yourself. But what does the feminine and masculine represent in this card? That would be um, very important to look at. So as we learned um, with the high priestess, this feminine energy can be symbolic of the subconscious mind, um, our memory, our intuition. Uh, The divine feminine energy could also be a symbol of emotion. So it doesn't matter what gender you are. We are all comprised of feminine and masculine. And it just comes down to a question of that. Like, are you in relationship with your intuition? Um, How do you deal with your emotion? Are you in touch with that divine feminine quality within yourself, or is it something that you repress? Is it something that um, maybe you are healing? What are your ideas of the feminine? In fact, when you meditate on this card today, when you're looking at these aspects of yourself, an exercise that I often tell people to do is to write down, just write down feminine, or write down what is feminine, And then allow yourself to write down all the words or ideas or thoughts that come to mind. Write down what you have been taught feminine means. And as you consider the divine feminine, your perception of it, your ideas about it, also notice what feelings come up around this. How does it feel in your body when you consider the energy of the divine feminine? What are your associations with this energy? And again, keep in mind, this is the subconscious mind. Now, on the other side, we have the man, and the man is a symbol of our conscious mind. So, just like with the feminine, consider your energy around the divine masculine. Write down for yourself what is masculine. And again, write down your ideas, your thoughts, the words that come to mind, any feeling that comes up when you consider masculine energy. And this, again, has nothing to do with gender. I mean, we all have ideas and feelings and thoughts around feminine and masculine. It could be because of what we were taught, whether culturally or um, within our families. It could be because of what we have experienced in the world That also shapes our ideas of the feminine and masculine. But what's interesting about both is oftentimes we suppress or reject one or the other within our field, even though we are comprised of both. So before I get into that, let me just go back up to the number of this card. It is the number six. And the number six can be... um, representative of the energy of family caretaking um all uh, like home but it also if we split the number six in half we get three and three now yesterday in the hierophant card we looked at how there was a lot of symbolism in that card of the trinity the number three and remember the three is the energy of um The one, which is masculine, the two, which is feminine, and the three, which is the actual creation. So we have three and three. There is the energy of feminine, masculine, and the manifestation of creation within the divine feminine as well as within the divine masculine. And so we can look at them individually in that way and bring it together and get the number six. But... Um what I want you to also notice because I said this, they both represent one is uh, subconscious and one is the conscious mind, considering your own. Now we talked about the subconscious mind and the high priestess, we talked about the conscious mind with the magician card, and we talked about the superconscious or like that universal one mind. With the Fool card, which is also represented here with the angel that is looking down over them. Now, as this relates to you, today you can consider how these different aspects of the mind work within you. Or your awareness of it. Your awareness of your awareness. So, how... Are you in relationship with your intuitive nature, your intuitive mind? How are you in relationship with your logic and what you perceive here in the material realm consciously? How are you in relationship with the awareness of being one with all? Now, the interesting thing about the man and the woman, or even about these different aspects of consciousness is that they are different aspects of the same thing. The feminine and masculine are different aspects of the same thing. Your subconscious intuition, your conscious mind, your analytical mind, they are all aspects of the same mind. But here we are in this realm of duality. And within this, we are learning to have an awareness of these different aspects of ourselves so that we can find the balance and the unification. Create that spiritual union, a.k.a. wake up. (laughs) We're doing this work to try to wake up to who and what we are, our true nature. But the only way we can really reveal our true nature is to recognize and observe our nature, period. All the aspects of it. And again, learn to master it. So here we are in this realm of duality. And one of the things that's interesting in this card is in between the man and the woman, there is this cloud The cloud is uh, behind or below the angel. So again, if the angel is symbolic of the one mind, the awareness that you are one with all that exists, and there's this cloud that kind of clouds that, it is hiding that, but it's still present. So on one side of this cloud of confusion or forgetfulness, we have the analytical mind, the logic the conscious mind, the man. And on the other side, we have the subconscious mind, the intuition, the memory, which is the woman. And somewhere in that space between them is that wisdom, that hidden knowledge, that understanding of who and what they are in truth. Now, beneath that card, or the card, beneath the cloud, we have an image of a red mountain which is uh, said to be a symbol of the great work. And the great work is, uh, I'll use my own interpretation of what it means, but it's basically the work of um, conscious evolution, and, or evolution of conscious, but doing it intentionally, doing this work of uh, self-mastery, Doing this work of the magician, doing this work of the high priestess, doing this work, uh, this journey of transformation, of um, mastering your human nature so that you can remember and return to your true nature. Now, one of the things that we have behind the woman is we have the tree of knowledge, the knowledge of good and evil. And. Uh, And behind the man, there's another tree. There is the tree of life. And in this depiction, there are 12 flames on this tree, which are said to represent the 12 signs of the Zodiac, which is a theme that we see throughout this deck. And, you know, I think about the tree of life. And again, these these aspects of mastery, of understanding to awaken. And what does it take for us to do that? Unify our masculine and our feminine to use and master our our minds, our emotion. And we have... Uh, The Divine Feminine, again, in front of the Tree of Knowledge of Good and Evil. And, you know, this really also speaks to that energy of temptation. And one of the things this also brings to mind is the gift of life experience before taking this leap into understanding the higher realms. Yes, think about it. We are very fortunate to have our life experience to um, explore human nature, to go through the ups and downs, the highs and lows, the duality of our minds, our feeling, our emotion, our will, our choice, all of these things. And through that, that experience, at some point, we start to come to this place of wanting to return to understanding and a lot of what we've learned along the way helps us to deepen our understanding as we go helps us to have a deeper appreciation and respect for being and for human nature. it It's an interesting journey this this life and um this spiritual path and the choice of awakening or not <laughs> you know uh the choice of uh, accepting ourselves as we are, again, looking at these two people being naked and vulnerable, revealing their their truth to themselves. Now, one of the things, if you look at the detail of the card, you can see that the man is looking at the woman. He is fully engaged with what is here in front of him. He is using his um, conscious mind, but he's, he's perceiving what is here in the material realm. Remember, again, that's an aspect of you, perceiving what is here in the material realm, your mental activity. But there's also the other side of you, the woman who is looking up, up into the higher realms, into her subconscious mind, into her intuitive nature. So if you are both the f- woman and the man in this card, it's really speaking to you using both faculties. You're, you're using your... Uh, perception here as well as your intuitive knowing. And these come together and help you to start to witness your oneness, your universal mind. And I mentioned before that this card can uh, talk about or be about our ethics or our moral choice. And obviously if we are tuned into both aspects of ourselves, our higher awareness, but being able to process and understand through our analytical minds and what we perceive here, using both is going to help us in this experience, not one or the other, both. That also reminds me, um, like I told you in the beginning, to write down what you may think or feel about the feminine and masculine, and it's really interesting to see what comes up. But a lot of what we have been taught, there's a lot of confusion around feminine and masculine, and we have been taught in many ways to suppress one or the other. And oftentimes it's based on which body we incarnated into. So, for example, you know, a lot of men, uh, people who were born in the physical embodiment of a man, were possibly raised or taught to suppress their emotion, to ignore what they feel, their feminine quality. But it's part of their nature. We all have the ability to feel. We all have emotion. We all have, you know, intuition. We all have tear ducts. <laughs> we all have the, the the ability to express what we feel. And yet, if you were born into the body of a man, you may have been taught to repress that natural aspect of yourself. Then on the other hand, a lot of pip, People who are born into the bodies of a woman may have been raised to uh, focus on their nurturing quality. Not really to focus too much on being uh, logical or intelligent, but to focus more on being the caretaker, the nurturer, right? Now, of course, in this day and age, you know, that is changing, But a lot of those traditions were, or teachings were even more extreme and have been passed down generation after generation. So we still have some remnants of that. And again, on either side, it's repressing some aspect of who and what we are. And if we are repressing or denying or not acknowledging ourselves in totality, how much are we accepting? Our true nature? How much can we understand our true nature or even love ourselves entirely if we are denying any part of us? So, today, it would be a good meditation to consider your relationship with these different aspects of you your feminine and your masculine, your subconscious and your conscious, where they meet in the middle. Where you create union within yourself. Examining the duality of the mind. And again, how the feminine and masculine work in support of each other. Instead of being uh, opposing forces, how do you unify them within yourself to work in support of each other? So for example, if you are someone who is very tuned into what they feel Uh, their intuitive nature, maybe you're an empath, right? That can be maddening without the aspect of logic and learning how to translate what it is you feel or sense without having clear uh, perception or awareness of what it is you are feeling or sensing. So again, in that, you can see how the blend of the feminine and masculine work to support each other. Or if you are someone who is so logical and doesn't tune into what they feel or sense, you're going to be dealing a lot with surface level perception, not understanding the depth of a lot of things. You will be missing the full picture So the feminine and masculine really uh, need each other for balance, for harmony, for awakening, for understanding, for awareness. How are you working with these energies? How does this all relate to you? Now, one of the other beautiful things about this card um, I don't want to overlook is that there is this beautiful golden sun at the top of the card. And the sun is the physical uh, source of life and energy on earth. We need the sun. The sun nourishes us. It is the physical representation of like life force energy. The unseen. And it's... It's here <laughs> like we it's it's present within all of us. how do you begin to see that light that life force understanding that within yourself by recognizing your nature and I have to bring up again of course you know the magician and the high priestess don't forget the. Uh, importance of your relationship with your intuition but also using the power of the mind and the tools of the magician to help you master your human nature, helping you to remember the choice that you have and how you are perceiving everything about you that presents itself to you along the way. You have the tools. So Start loving yourself up. (laughs) Give yourself permission today to accept yourself, to love yourself, to be your own lover. What does that look like? What does that mean? Well, as always, I would love to see what comes up for you. I invite you to join us in the secret circle. Again, go to my website, uchi.com, that's Y-E-W-C-H-I.com, send it for the newsletter, get your free gifts, and if you're listening to the podcast on iTunes, I would love it if you would rate the show. Um, from my understanding, the more ratings that we have on the show, the more visibility we get, and so the bigger this community can grow and expand, and so I would really appreciate it if you take the time to do that. And that is all for today. If you have any questions for me, always feel free to email me. Um, Just looking at the card. and Yeah, I think that's all I wanted to share about the lovers today. I am having so much fun with this journey. I really am. Um, I hope you are too. And I will see you tomorrow. Remember to always journey in love.